Well, two years ago, uh, and when we were at this passage here, I talked very extensively, really, on the topic of demonology, and I know that all of you remember every single point that I said and made that two years ago. So I'm not going to repeat myself with that one. I'm just going to draw our attention to this one little thing that I noticed, and I'm going to kind of focus on that. It's, it's very interesting. At the end of Jesus liberating this guy from this legion of demons, uh, he says to him, go home to your family. Go home to your family. It's very interesting because we, as we see this passage, as we read it, as we hear it, we see this guy, we, we're given all these details about him going over the hillsides and in the graves and crying out and breaking chains and cutting himself. And we get all these details about his life as a possessed as, as possessed by the devil. Um, but what we don't hear about, and it's only kind of given to us right at the end, is that uh, before that life, <laughs> he had a family. And I think that that's, that's really it kind of comes right at the end and it really sort of gives us a sense of closure. Like, wow, um, we see how much he's tormented, but how much was his family tormented with his absence? And it, the devil, isn't it the devil's way to try to separate us from our families? In particular, to try to separate men from their families. Okay, um, I can think today, right now, it's very clear we have such a problem with men not being involved with their families and all the negative consequences that that happens. And the sociological statistics are in at this point, and they're very, very clear that children who have the presence of the father in the family do so much better on every single thing you can talk about or think about. They do better in school. They, do, they self-report more levels of contentment and happiness. Um, they get into trouble far less, you know, out of wedlock, pregnancy, um, underage drinking and drug use, uh, on every kind of level of achievement and social success, children do so much better when the father is present in the family. Um, another, another kind of a fact, um, we talk a lot about uh, the need for gun control in light of all of the terrible uh, shootings that are taking place. And it's, it's like, at this point, you know, another one of these massacres takes place. It doesn't even make the news anymore because it's just, it's so common, commonplace. A kid goes into a school and starts shooting people. It's terrible. Take the most high-profile, famous of those incidences, and every single one of those kids had an absent, was, didn't have the father in the family. Every single one of them. They had mental health problems, and they had no father. That was really deeply involved in their life. Um... Kids who hurt, especially boys, boys who hurt, hurt other people. Simple as that. And there is a kind of an, a wound that's in the heart of a, of a boy um, when the father is not there, when the father is absent. Uh, also, very interesting, sometimes we don't think about this because it's not directly related to us culturally. If you look at something like ISIS, you got this really horrendous terrorist group. And you look at all the, the, the most um, aggressive and destructive of the suicide warriors, quote-unquote warriors, that the ISIS uh, recruited were all fatherless. So they're looking for father fig figures. They're looking for acceptance 
from men. And that's why this terrorist group, which is basically a gang, you know, attracts them. And, and the gang warfare in our cities as well, gang warfare, gang culture in our cities as well operates the same way. These, these young guys are looking for a family because they don't have it. They don't have the father uh, in their life. So uh, just kind of in closing here, we pray uh, for, for fathers. We pray um, that the different social and cultural forces that really do separate fathers uh, from their kids um, would be recognized and would there be steps that would be taken to um, uh, mitigate these negative forces that separate uh, men from their families. Um, and we realize, you know, we, we have to recognize this is the plot of the devil. The devil hates human society. He absolutely hates human beings. And so he knows the way to really tear things apart and create a whole bunch of crazy people who can do his will on the earth is to remove the father from the family. Um, and uh, we, we have hope, though. We definitely have hope because I think... It can only go on so long before people start to realize, you know, I think we need to start paying attention to this whole thing of like absent fathers. And there are programs now that are being set up to really focus on, on getting fathers back into the families. I was very encouraged, it was maybe two years ago or so, there was a whole line of uh, promotions that were put out, and I think it was state-funded, encouraging dads to be present with their, with their families. Uh, with their children in particular, even if they had kids out of wedlock or whatever it might be, be present with your children. So they had some really great, uh, hilarious, funny, cute, charming, uh, heart-touching uh, videos of young dads with their kids, playing with their kids. And the, a lot of them was funny. It was, a, it was this black guy with his daughter, and they were like rapping together, you know. And then there was this other, this other guy with his... And these are all spontaneous, you know, videos. This one guy who went out in the rain with his son and the son was just loving it. I mean, he was just ecstatic, you know, because how, how dads play with their kids and, and uh, dads can sometimes be really, really fun, you know, from the, from the kid's perspective. So that was a really, that's a positive sign of encouragement and there's programs out there. So we pray for that, that kind of stuff. We pray that the, the devil's plans for our society would be, would be turned back, especially in relation to fathers and their families.